Listener supported. WNYC Studios. The Winter Olympics, I'm kind of like, yeah. <laughs> Why are we here? Yeah, it's like uh, curling. I'm like, I can't. It's so impressive. It's all so impressive. Perfect line. Tight. <laughs> this Maybe is impressive. Come on. Come on. It's nice. Yeah, it is. We could, honestly, as crazy as it sounds, we couldn't get out there and just start curling. We would be a mess. I don't want to get out there and start curling. I know, but we'd be a mess. That's what I'm saying. Like, some people do. So, you know, You want to be on ice with a broom. No, never. 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 freaking sliding. And this one is really curling now. I'm going to try to bump the rock in the ring. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you did curling, you know, and, and you were in the Olympics. We wouldn't be friends because you wouldn't talk to me. You know, hats off to you. You train your entire life. I get a drink with you. I do shots with you. There's actually a really cool all-ice bar. You know what? House. You're using your head voice, which means those are all lies. And if I was like, hi, I'm Phoebe Robinson, gold medalist in curling, you will turn the other direction and be like, I'm I have to go dark. play Sims. Don't drag me. I do play The Sims and watch the Olympics. I've been known to do that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. This go. is a Wikipedia where there's like no, no, <laughs> and it's got like a tiny number four on it because that's like the footnote. It like leads back to the podcast. OMG, you guys! It's time for a brand new episode of Two Dope Wines with me, Phoebe Robinson, and me, Miss J. Willie. We hope you're feeling these chilly autumnal vibes wherever you are and are ready to, like, put on a blanket, hold a mug of tea with both hands, and listen to this latest epi of our podcast. Or, as I call it, our Pusscast. Any hooch, we got Aya Cash, Joya Nicole, and Clayton English. Ugh, so good. From top to bottom, like... Everyone was hilarious. Yeah, totally. Bye, Q, bye. The special uh, special shows we're doing for the New York Comedy Festival. We're very excited to be a part of it. It's awesome. Thank you guys for coming out. <laughs> Made in New York. Concrete jungle. Beam, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Good to be back. Yes. I feel like I've been gone for a while. Nice. Um, so I was out of town for two months. I was shooting a movie for Netflix. Um, thanks. Which I think will be a fun little summer romp. Uh, and I was in Croatia. Have you been to Croatia? I have not been to Croatia. It's, it's super fun. It uh, is... Very the the food is just pretty much fish all day every day. Uh-huh. So I was just eating salmon three times a day. That's a dream. That's kind of a dream. <laughs> <laughs> you hated it. You hated no, it. No, no, I I didn't hate okay. it. Uh-huh. I just was having salmon that much is a lot. Yeah. I just walked around with fish breath, but um, <laughs> and on my off days I would go shop at Zara. That was like the. That sounds incredible. <laughs> it was. That was it because. European fashion um, can sometimes be confusing to me. Uh, and then a lot of it is just like it's almost correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like you'll see like a nice, it'll be like a nice sweater and then it just, like, you know, just glitter jizz all over the front. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, this was a nice Heather Gray. And then why'd you jizz on it? So, yeah. so Zara was like the, my only refuge that I could go to. And it mostly was correct. Zara Zara Binks is the best. It's not. It's. 
You're welcome. You can use that in your daily life. <laughs> but yeah, I went to like a, this Australian clothing company store and I tried like the, this black girl, she was like so beautiful. She was like a supermodel. She was working there and I saw they had all these awesome like size 10s, 12s, you know, like cool. 14s, like everything, which I usually, my size runs in between those three. And so together she and I grabbed just like a bunch of shit and then... We got in, I got into the um, place where I was supposed to change and none of the shit fit. And then I looked and there was this huge sign that was like, these are Australian sizes. Yeah. And then I was like, damn, that is some black on black crime. Yeah. She didn't warn me. Yeah, yeah. No, European she size, like, me. we're like 112 in European sizes. Yeah, like, it's like literally. They're so, everything is cut so narrowly there and it's, it's really tough. You know, yeah, it really, I was like, wow, this is horrible this feels bad i went from feeling like incredible like i was cartwheeling to different pieces Aww. to being like oh shit i'm a size one million here well, did, so did you leave with anything where you're like fuck it i'll like buy like a handbag you're no, just yeah. like no yeah i just bought like a jacket because yeah. you know like a jacket you can just kind of let it rock and be open and you're yeah. like this is a size tween <laughs> but it's fine <laughs> so i got like a jacket or two but i did look at her and i was a little bit like Oh, thank you so much for your help. It's crazy how actually these are Australian sizes and you didn't convey that. And she was like, have a nice day. <laughs> she got my ass. Aw. <laughs> That's fine. How's traveling been? Traveling's been good. I've been doing a lot. I'm in the middle of a stand-up tour right now with Alana Glazer. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so we've just been traveling across the country. Uh, we country uh i kind of like going on tour because that's when i catch up on hgtv like that is the only yeah, time totally totally so i'll just like watch that before i i go on stage and i get really angry at everyone who's on the show it's bullshit it's bull yeah. house hunters is bullshit because you have a piss ass budget yeah and you have to find some shit to complain about yeah, which is insane like renovate like fix it yeah obviously that would take me forever right you would be great for house hunters. <laughs> I, uh, I would do like Tiny House Nation, like make a little space, have a little you place really up in the Catskills. Live, you want to live in a, real, a tiny house? You're no, six... I'm not going to fucking live in a tiny house, but I do want to have like <laughs> a little tiny spot that I could just like walk in and be like, oh, cool, and do something like, I guess maybe like practice ukulele or something. <laughs> And then, like, close it and then drive back down here to my place in Clinton Hill. Just like or, a white people's space. I, it's like a white person's space. Right. And so cool. what do you do in a white person's space? You practice ukulele. Yes. <laughs> All right. But I, I don't know. It. I just, it's like a cool, like, craft space. You know, you can be like, doo, 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 doo. like doing, like, crafts and shit. Origami? Is that yeah, what you're doing? It's like a, you can make, like, a thousand paper cranes or something like that. <laughs> That would be cute. I could see you just doing arts and crafts. But yeah. it is, thank you. Tiny, Tiny House Nation is really fun because the people do have to sort of tour different models of the tiny houses. And they're so small that they're really trying to make, like they're trying to present a space that really is just a corner. Yeah. <laughs> and so like even just being like, and here is your living sitting area and it's like one chair. <laughs> So the person's be like, oh my God, that chair is lovely. I love that. Did you guys carve that yourselves? And 
Is there like plumbing? Like are there toilets in these houses? Sometimes. Sometimes there's plumbing. Because some people are like, some wives are like, this is some bullshit. I'm right. doing this to appease my husband. Okay. There needs to be running water. But some people are like, you know what? I just want to take a bath outside. Or That's I want to take a bath on top of my tiny house. They really can get Wait, it. what do you mean on top of your tiny house? You can do anything with a tiny house, apparently. <laughs> because it's so small. So you could literally put a bathtub on top. It's like pimp my ride remember but yeah for like an eight foot box like an eight foot by eight foot box you like they do like some crazy that's shit that's insane just buy a slightly bigger house that you could put the bath inside of yeah yeah right but they, yeah but i feel like wow. it's like that thing like when you go to like fiji and you're like i want to bathe outside i do kind of okay, in a way I, even if i went to fiji i've never been i would never have that feeling Oh, to, to like bathe outside? No, I would never have that impulse. Um, I've done it once. Did you like it? I found that I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> because I felt like my, my goodies were out, and at any point, somebody could just be like, what are you doing? I, like, it's... <laughs> was that someone nibbling on... What was that he's sound effect? He's nibbling on the top of the fence, looking down on me like, Where and then he's just, so it's just gnawing because he's there. It's just Wilson from Home Improvement looking yeah. over. Yeah, Got or it. like Mr. Feeney. Yeah. yeah, just shower inside. You ever done it at the beach? You know, no. get wicked, you just do that with everybody. Like everybody's just standing around like a spout and it's just like trickling out water. You're all like, hey, no. mahalo. No. I'm not into communal, like, feet rinsing. That I know. But you got to do something before you get to the car. Otherwise, it's a mess. I don't know. Yeah. I grew up in Southern California. So it was like the... It's just... It feels normal It's like, me. hang 10, brah. Let's wash your feet together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. It's, you think that that's an exaggeration. But it's kind of not. <laughs> but it's also a lot of, like, you know, sublime stuff. Okay. I don't think I know Sublime. Okay, all right. Get over it. Okay. Get that over it. That did actually it. get a bigger response here than I thought it would. I think I've oh, seen Sublime's like one of their album covers and it was like a back tattoo that yes, says Sublime. Yes, that is iconic. And I have I, that shirt. And I went it's like, iconic. I got it. Like I saw that no, and I felt like. No, that's not it. <laughs> No, you're doing them a severe, a severe disservice, I will say, as I guess the sublime ambassador in the room. Uh, uh, they're really fun, and um, they sound really Californian, and they're from like Long Beach, which is where I went to school and grew up by, so they feel, they feel I get very nostalgic when I hear them. But it, the funny thing about them for a while is that the joke is especially growing up in LA, if you went to like a beach party by like a bonfire and you saw a white guy reach behind him and then pull a guitar out yeah. around the bonfire, that the first thing he would do would be like, I don't practice Santeria. That's like their most, oh, you know, it's like a okay. bonfire. There's that and then it's something unpredictable, like time of your life. Right. Those are like the two white two songs. Wow. But Sublime is like the main, it's like the main fucking catalog. That's like 90% of the catalog. It's just Santeria? Well, yeah, like an acoustic dude's catalog is like Got it. 90% just Sublime. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out a Sublime album for you. Okay. And report back. Oh, cool. We're great. Someone just said, and like, don't don't listen to a whole album. Yeah, not like a whole album. Like I would. That's why I was like, okay, like kind of greatest 
greatest hit. I say, you go to Spotify and it's like top songs people fuck with. You look at that top five or six. Okay. You'll get a good general thing. And that's all I need? Yeah, I, I just, uh, you're very particular, so I would just rather you go to the greatest hits and then just get in, get out. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't have to linger. Are they still together? No, so that's the sad thing, is that... <laughs> oh, no! That's fine. We should talk about it. Bradley no! would want this. No, Bradley oh. would want this. We'll talk about it, but... The... I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. You remember when you know? Barack Obama was elected president? Something happened. That's nice. That's nice. That's like, it is sort of like when you see your friend and you're like, oh my God, how's your beautiful girlfriend? I love her. And he's like, we broke up. Man. Yeah. Um, so what happened with he, the blind? He uh, died of a drug overdose. Oof. And it was like really kind of at, like right before they were about to, you know, fucking break. You know and what? so it is sort of okay. a tragic story. Um, I saw the behind the music. That's why this ooh, sounds familiar. I haven't familiar. seen that. Yeah. Oof. I haven't seen that. So it's like really yeah. tragic, but also he was arguably very talented. And so it is sort of like, however you feel about Sublime, he was like, he hit a chord. Um, oh, no, sorry. I saw the behind the music of uh, Blind Melon. I'm sorry, did guys. Somebody I'm from so Blind, sorry. Did somebody from Blind Melon pass? Yeah. So oh. I was like, same white what? band. And yeah, then it was not. No. Just, I'm sorry, you guys. That's okay. They should get confused for stuff more. <laughs> we should, like, mistake them sometimes. <laughs> what song does Blind Melon sing? Uh, I don't even know. I just remember it was a music video with the girl dressed up as a bumblebee. What are this? What do you get? No rain. No rain. Uh, no rain, no rain. Temptations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, shall we get this show started? Yeah, let's boogie. It's such How a good show sound, tonight. Guys? Our next act that we're bringing up, she is so funny, you guys. She is a regular at the Comedy Cellar in New York, so please, if you're ever in town, go see her. She's killing it. Please give it up one more time for Joelle Nicole! Produce those queens in the house. Yeah. Oh, it's good to be here. You guys look beautiful. Yeah. Clap it up if you like your roommate. Yeah. Clap it up if you hate your roommate. Uh, wow. That's surprising. In New York, you guys are in love. You like your roommate. I like that. I like my roommate for the first time in my life. So I'm like rejoicing. I feel like skipping down the street because I've had some terrible ones. Um, this new one, I like her not because she's not crazy. She's crazy as hell. Um, <laughs> but she has a thousand jobs. That's why we get along. Like, all her jobs are zany. She's never home, but all her jobs are zany. Like, she's a dog sitter, and she's also a dominatrix. <laughs> but she's a new dominatrix, so she's not good at it yet. <laughs> She don't got no dungeon, no clientele. I think she advertises on Craigslist. I don't know if this is legal. And she asked me, she was like, is it okay if I bring the dudes over to the house? Without even thinking, I was like, I don't care. I'm a hustler, I can't begrudge anybody's hustle. But then I told one of my human friends, She was like, you let her bring these dudes over the house? Aren't you scared one of them might assault you or something? And I thought about it and I was like, ain't nobody scared of somebody that wants his ball stepped on. <laughs> I'm not scared of that, are you kidding me? 
assault me, I'll assault you. How about that? I'll take your wallet. I'm not afraid of it. It's very weird. Um, she brings him to the house. She's like, the way comedians get good at comedy, we do things called open mics, so she's like an open micer of dominatrixy. Her foot slave came over the other day. Um, it's a real, it's a thing, a foot slave. He came over, he likes to rub on her feet and clean the house. Which, I mean, I'm like, get on top of the refrigerator, all right, because it's dusty up there, clean where I don't want to clean. He's rubbing on her feet in the living room because that's the type of life I lead. Um, I was cleaning, going out about my, my business. I live there, right? Chilling, cleaning. I got flip-flops on, right? So I'm walking back and forth in my flip-flops, minding my business. Every time I walked out, he was looking at my feet. I never felt so violated in my life. He was looking at my feet like they were titties. It was very violated. First time in my life, I wanted to be like, hey, buddy, eyes up here. <laughs> For those of you listening to the podcast, I just pointed at my titties. <laughs> Went and put some work boots on and finished cleaning. Um, <laughs> she's a zany girl. She, um, she also runs singles events in the city. She hosts them. And that's another way she makes money. So the singles events will either be at land or at sea. And on the land, it's at a club, and on, at the sea, it's on like one of those little New York cruises, right, around the, around the Statue of Liberty. And I realized the secret to a singles event is you cannot let the singles escape. So it's better <laughs> for them to be on a boat. You can't let them escape. You would leave that situation. It's very awkward. <laughs> on land, people leave all the time. At sea, you can't leave. Uh, I was on the singles cruise at sea, and the first hour is so awkward because everybody's just drinking, getting drunk, looking to see who they're going to fuck. Like, that's all that's happened in the first hour of a singles cruise. And I met a woman who is my biggest inspiration in life. Uh, this was just a woman who was just eating sunflower seeds on the singles cruise. <laughs> that's a bold snack on a singles cruise. <laughs> she was spitting them out in her hand and tossing them into the extra bag. I didn't even know. I was like, I want to be sunflower seeds on a singles cruise comfortable in life. That's my aspiration. She's amazing. Uh, a white guy came up to me, white guy from Long Island, asked me out on a date. We went out on a date, it was cool. Uh, two drinks in, find out he voted for Trump. Yep. And you can see my face. Uh, I went to college, so you know who I voted for. Uh, <laughs> I got Obama socks on right now. What are we talking about? So he kept being like, I don't understand why you keep bringing it up. And I was like, I don't understand why you don't understand why I keep bringing it up. Like, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? And the weirdest part about like being on a date with somebody who you don't respect anything that comes out of their mouth is still wanting to have sex with them. That's a very weird feeling. It's very emotionally confusing. I was on some R. Kelly, my mind's telling me no. 
I love talking to people with a different opinion than me. I love it. I go to abortion clinics and volunteer just to talk to the crazy people on the way out. I love it. So in my head, I was like, all right, what do we need to do here? Like people, like we need to talk, we need to bridge this gap. This country's so damaged right now. Maybe they say we should talk across the aisle. Maybe we should fuck across the aisle. Maybe that's what needs to happen. It's like you say potato, I say Mexico's not paying for the wall. You say tomato, I say Scott Bale's no longer a celebrity. Do better, guys. You don't have any real celebrities. So uh, in my head, I was like, he's terrible. But I kept going. I went on another date with him, obviously as a sociological experiment. Um, Because in my head, I was like, I know God's a comedian, so maybe the sex is really good. Like, in my head, I was like, God is a bit of an asshole, so maybe the sex is good, you know? Um, So after he said Black Lives Matter was a terrorist organization, I was like, you know what? Take off your pants. There's no need for you to talk anymore. Uh, So we had sex. It was terrible. Surprise. I was like, you brought whack dick and whack politics to my house? You are fired. His penis was very tiny. I know, right? Oh. But in my head, I felt vindicated because I was like, nobody with a big dick voted for Trump. I'm taking that blanket generalization into every moment of my life from here on in. And anytime I see somebody with a Make America Great Again hat on, I'm gonna say, sorry for your loss, sir. <laughs> My name is Joy Out. Thank y'all for listening to me. Keep it going for Joyelle, everybody. This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. When you keep your stress bottled up, it can eat away at you. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to make them better. Try BetterHelp Online Therapy, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp at betterhelp.com slash dopequeens today to get 10% off your first month. Are you guys ready for more show? We have a very fun special guest dropping in on the show tonight. Yeah, she's a surprise. Yeah, we're very excited to have her on. She is a phenomenal actress, funny person. You know her from her show, You're the Worst, on FX. X. Yeah. Uh, please give up for Aya Um, thank you for doing the show. Thanks for having me. Of course. Long-time listener. Aww, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So you were telling us backstage that you've been married for five years and you've been with your man for 12 years? Yeah. How is that going? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a long time to be with someone. It is. That really is. This is the day that we announced the end. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's going really well. I think, I mean, I have nothing to compare it to. I mean, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Everybody's relationship is different. Um, no, we're, I mean, we're really good. We work very hard. Yeah. We've been to therapy. Oh, yeah, couple therapy dope. or individual therapy? Both. Cool. Yeah, we started with like individual therapy uh-huh. and then we'd go to each other's therapist together. And then Whoa. we finally got our own and we do kind of check-ins. Like anytime there's big life events, like when we decided to get married, yeah. we were like, let's go back to therapy. That's dope. When did you start doing that? We actually started before that. I'm going to get real real, which is we did like a workbook, like a marriage workbook cool. six months in. Wow. Cause, because you were like, I know this guy is the guy for me or you're no. just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I put up with a lot. Like yeah. my exes are terrible people. Yeah. And I think this is, I mean, not all of them, not, not one of them. <laughs> um, and like Josh is like a really wonderful human being and I could tell that like he was worth putting some energy in even if things weren't going well but like I dated a guy who got arrested on our oh well yeah arrested on our no first he hit a parked car on our first date on our second date he got arrested oh my god on our third date wait 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 wait. don't speed past that and then what and then were you in the car when you hit a parked car no it was okay so like we were driving to get ice cream on college campus and uh he had like a 400 hundred dollar car like you do because you know college students and the muffler had fallen off so it I won't make the, you know, but loud. Yeah. Um, was the sound of his car. And uh, we got pulled over because it was so loud. And then he never came back to the car. Um, and the cop came and got me and said, your boyfriend's going to jail. And I was like, what? And it turns out that actually uh, he had speeding tickets he hadn't paid. So like, not uh, that bad. Okay. All right. So we got past that. Yeah. And then he... Uh, Third date, he peed in my roommate's closet. And then were you like, at this point, we're done, but you, or you doubled down on the relationship? We were together like two years after that. Girl. No, he's the good one. Hi, Joey. What? Look, everyone what? has a story and a journey. Let's oh respect my. it. Okay, so why he, did he pee in the closet? Probably because he was drunk. I presume. was that what it was? Yeah. Oh, and I shouldn't touch my nose on a podcast. Yes. What did your What did your roommate? Was she like chill? Did you guys both have a discussion? Was that a roommate meeting? Well, so she was like this beautiful blonde Christian girl who'd never been kissed, and she got me as a roommate, and. Um, I got her her first kiss. Like, it, it was good for Aww. her. She's now a burlesque dancer, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so he, like, we got very drunk, and I was like, just crash here. It's fine. And we were on bunk beds. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, if you have, like, a, they're like this, like an L shape. Mm-hmm. And he tried to get out of bed, um, and he hit the lamp. Mm-hmm and fell so the lamp like slammed her in the head no she didn't deserve that no she's very nice yeah (laughs) and so uh yeah the lamp hit her in the head and then he was on the ground sort of shaking and we were like are you okay and he didn't respond and then he just got up and he went to the closet and he took out his his penis and he peed in her closet on her yoga mat uh, and people are so upset about that yoga mat. That's it, uh, you know. <laughs> no! <It's> the, 
That's a yoga mat. It's Brooklyn. That's, that's very Brooklyn. Um, that's a sanctuary. Okay. Uh, so how long have you been acting? I started in high school. Not professionally or anything. Yeah. Um, Did you do like musicals and stuff? No. Oh. I don't do that. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, you started in high school. Was it... Were the other kids like jealous that you were starting acting? It was just kind of like they no. were they were chill. Um, are the theater kids ever? Are people ever jealous of the theater kids? <laughs> no. I didn't know if you were like going on auditions too in high school or not. no. I went to an arts high school, but oh, where we did you grow up? San Francisco. Oh, cool. woo, woo. Yeah. So, ow, ow. Um, yeah, so I grew up in San Francisco and I went to an arts high school, so everyone was sort of doing that. There was just a lot of like we all smoked a lot of weed and drank a lot. That's so badass. <laughs> uh, my high school, I grew up super Christian and so whenever I see somebody who's like cool at smoking weed in high school I'm like that's so fucking cool except that like I don't know like now if I smoke I want to be stoned like I think I spent all of high school getting stoned and pretending not to be which is not fun like yeah. why get stoned and just be like no nah, I'm cool <laughs> and watching boys play video games and being like, is it my turn? Okay, no, of course not. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, so it wasn't like I was like an awesome weed smoker. I was like, you know, just a lonely kid trying to, to smoke a whole blunt on this tiny body. <laughs> it just didn't work out. So you started smoking at 14? I think I started at 13. Whoa. Well, what, do you remember the first time? Yeah. I did. My best friend was like three or four years older than me. Edgy. <laughs> for me, not for her. Yeah. It was yeah. very uncool for her. <laughs> um, and she took me out with her boyfriend, and we smoked in Golden Gate Park. But we also did Whippets that day. Whoa, Whoa. that's so 13. Have you seen the movie 13? Yes, oh, of course. Oh, my God. What a horror story that was for my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like grounded for two weeks after my mom saw that movie and I didn't even fucking do anything <laughs> anyway so you did Whippets yeah, which is bananas yeah, but I, I have never done Whippets since that day uh -huh. I did a lot of things like once when I was 13 or 14 and um, so I did Whippets and I have something called vasovagal syncope what is What's that? that sounds What's that? exotic you don't know <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like the fainting disease. Like, basically, you just black out, and people black out for different reasons. But mine's usually pain-based. Uh -huh. Like, I, if I hit my elbow, I hit my elbow once, and I, like, fell off a stool and smacked my face. Oh, scary. Yeah. So it looks scary, and I convulse. But, <laughs> but I'm fine. Uh, it just looks really terrifying. So I, I did uh, my first and last whippets, and I completely just blacked out. So I'd smoked weed, I did some whippets, and I woke up and had no idea where I was or who I was with, really. And so that was sort of, I took a little break after that. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare, or like a bad high, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good, Jess. <laughs> bad high, dude. No but you're way. into shrooms, right? I am fucking into shrooms. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I do love shrooms. And I, I, most, I can't handle weed because I just feel like I'm going to die. But yeah. the shrooms, I felt like I was fully in control. And I find that so many, with so many drugs that I have tried, I feel like I'm out of control. I also have tried Molly, and it was really fun, but the come down is really bad for me. 
Yeah. Right? Like, have yeah. you ever done Molly? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Of course you have. That's cool. Well, I'm on I'm on this side of the age group, and it was very big in uh-huh. the in the mid '90s. And um, so, like, I used to go to the raves and and do when it was called E. Yeah. Instead of Molly. That's how I knew I was getting older, is I was like, oh, God, the drug has a different name? <laughs> We've changed it to Molly, like yeah. Millennial Pink. It's yeah. not pink anymore. The only thing I've done, really, is an edible. And I did it once, yeah. and I didn't like it. Yeah. Inedible, right? And it was it's horrible. It's the worst. It's the worst. I just felt like I was shot with a tranquilizer dart for, like, 12 hours. Yeah. And I did with my friend, she makes her own edibles, and she's like, it's gonna be so fun. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And we were like, watched like a J-Lo movie, and then we like- Which one? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, sorry, not that. We, we watch uh, High Maintenance on uh, HBO. Oh, that's that's what we watch so that. much better. Right, so much better, yeah. Is so, it? Just kidding, it yeah, is, no. it's good. <laughs> No, so but we, J-Lo is America's sweetheart. She's one of them. Yeah, so I was like, it, this will be. This is like the theme of the night is getting high. And so we're watching the show. And, she, <laughs> and I look over to my left, and she's just like whooping up like, this show's so awesome, it's so great. And I was just in the corner like a troll, like, <laughs> And I ordered a burger at 4 in the morning, and I got tired halfway through eating it and fell asleep with like french fries on my lap. That, no one should that's live so, like that. That's, that's a terrible sick. night. That's terrible. The last time I did edibles, I, somebody had handed me, when I was in California, they handed me like an edible taffy, and I threw it in my wallet and forgot about it. And I started my period like here in New York in my apartment in Brooklyn, and I opened up my wallet, and I realized I still had it. I was like, what the fuck, TSA? I shouldn't have this. <laughs> but also, it was like kind of melted. So I was like, you know what? I have really bad cramps, like endometriosis. I was like, let me fucking take some of this. So I took it, and then I felt like I was going to throw up. My boyfriend, Blaine, was at work. Then I realized I felt like I was too tall, so I started to get... <laughs> I got off of the couch. I laid on the ground because I didn't feel safe anymore. I realized I was on the 10th floor of my apartment, so I started to get vertigo, which was fucking insane. And then I ended up calling my boyfriend who was working his, like, 7 a.m. to like 5 p.m. job and I was like honey I'm scared he's like what happened do you need me to come over I was like I took that old fucking taffy that weird old guy gave us and I feel like I'm gonna die can you help me and he was like I cannot help you (laughs) and so that was that was the end of it all the last time I took an edible I used to work at Chat and Chew in Union Square. I love Chat and Chew. What's a Chat and Chew? Wait, catch me up really quickly. What's it's coming chew? back, apparently. Yeah, it's I, like a little, like, fun diner. Yeah, and yeah. I, I used to walk by it, like, when I'd blow an audition. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm not there anymore. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and then it closed, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck do I do now? But it's opening again. <laughs> so I, I worked at Chat and Chew. It's how I met my husband. Chat and Chew. Yay. Oh, that's you guys cute. both worked that's at romantic. Chat and Chew? And that's no, I was his waitress. Ooh, that is so wait, 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 wait. me cute. That's like a J-Lo movie so for how sure. Did... <laughs> it is. Uh, wait, so did he ask you out? While yeah, he was... he was like, well, he like left me his email, which was like nerdy and cute. That and is cute. It's yeah. not presumptuous. No, yeah, it's not like, call me, babe. It yeah. was like, <laughs> here's my email. Yeah, <laughs> That's right, yeah. notes. Uh, and I like that. I like a nerdy guy. Um, but the girls from coffee shop used to tip us with pot brownies because mm. they'd come and eat our comfort food after their shifts. 
And I remember going home and eating a pot brownie and turning on the nutcracker <laughs> and turning off all the lights in yes. my apartment. Yes. And going through and everything I touched that didn't have an emotion had to leave. <laughs> That's Marie Kondo. That's Marie Kondo. I came up with the Marie Kondo method. <laughs> we need to email Marie. But I woke up the next day and I was like, what the fuck is my entire room in the living room? My, all my roommates who were like real adults at that point were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You, you got one chance to get this back together. So that, I, don't, I don't do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I had like when I did do shrooms, I had that thing where I like, listen to uh, like Animal Collective nonstop with like a Beats pill. Mm -hmm. And you know that Beats pill has that red B right there? Mm -hmm. So I was dancing and I was naked and I was just <laughs> looking at that red thing and it was just kind of moving around. And I was like, oh, this is what a rave feels like. My boyfriend's like, that's not what raves are like. <laughs> but it was like, I, I just felt like, oh, everything is beautiful. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was nice. We should do shrooms together sometime. Oh my God, dreams do come true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. All right, bye. No. <laughs> no, I loved having you on the show. Could you leave Jess and I with like any sort of wisdom, like relationship wisdom? I'm in a new relationship. Jess has been in a relationship for like almost four years now. Anything that we can try to hold on to? I mean, honestly, you're going to want to fuck other people. Don't. That's really the extent that of being so in a relationship. It's like, okay. It's okay. Should. My husband sometimes wants to fuck other people. I sometimes want to fuck other people. That's okay. Nah. Just don't do it. I like that. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. That's incredible. That should be the name of your self-help book. You're going to want to fuck other people, but don't. don't. You guys can write a relationship one together. Yeah. That could be I'm really so cute. sorry, my love. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been fantastic. Please give it up one more time. ready for our final act of the evening. I have uh, been a big fan of our next comic since he was on Last Comic Standing and won his season. Um, he's from Atlanta and he's now starring in the Netflix series Love. Please give it up for Clayton Yeah, all right. Make some noise for everybody y'all seen, man. This shit is awesome. It's so good. We in here, we got all different types of people in here. We good, everybody good? All right. You been watching the news, y'all scared? Y'all scared for real? Okay, if you're gonna be scared, it's okay to be scared temporarily. But you can't stay scared. You can't operate out of a place of fear. For real, you're not gonna make the right decisions. You start being fearful, that's when you make dumbass decisions that fuck you up, you're not gonna be the best you. And right now, in America, I travel all around the country, everybody's scared. It's weird. It's America, everybody's not supposed to be scared at the same time. <laughs> we used to take turns being scared. We did, it's your week, y'all up. Whatever you were scared of, we had a week for you. 
You scared of clowns? Stay in the woods this weekend. What? You scared of your baby being born with a little head? Zika virus. How the fuck did you know that? Now everybody's scared at the same time. It's weird. It's kind of balancing out, though, a little bit. Because now everybody's scared at the same time. People don't know what to do. I'm from Atlanta. I'm from the South. I was back home like two weeks ago. Police pulled me over. Neither one of us knew what to do. We were both scared. We were just trying not to make eye contact with each other. I looked in the rearview mirror. We locked eyes. We both looked away. I said, oh, shit, he's scared too? After about 10 minutes, he got on the speaker and he was like, I'll let you go, you let me go. I said, all right, I did not know that's how we doing it. I was so scared, I got out the car and walked home. I said, fuck the car, I shouldn't have been driving. That was part of the problem. You can't be scared though, for real. You can't. Black people, we scared? No, we better not be. We can't be scared. We don't get scared about the same shit either. I realize that. Sometimes white people, y'all worry about shit that ain't got shit to do with us. You do. I learned that. Remember when Obama was president, we had the recession. They was talking about, oh, this is the worst recession in years. It's worse than the Great Depression. This is the worst recession we ever seen. I'm worried about the shit too. But I had to ask, what's a recession? Because I wanted to make sure I was worried about the right shit. And they was like, oh, it's when your money's fucked up, the value of the dollar goes down, you can't pay your bills, you're about to get evicted. I was like, bitch, that's how I've been living this whole time. Get out of my face. You got adjustments to make, I'ma be fine. I was worried, I thought it was a disease. I was like, everybody gonna get the recession, the whole country? What are scientists doing? White people, y'all scared? Y'all scared? Y'all better not be. We don't need y'all to be scared. Now's not the time. This shit going down. North Korea, Trump, hurricanes. We need y'all to do what y'all do. White people, do what you do. You just got to change your thinking a little bit. Do what you've been doing. You organize, you get shit done. All you got to do, all you got to do is think about people the way you think of animals and fucking save us. What are y'all doing? If we had tails, you would be all over this shit. If I was up here covered in crude oil, slipping around, then you come out with some dove soap. Let me clean you up, buddy. Get off me. And the police was walking up and shooting people's black labs while they was walking them. Then you'd have the sign. Black labs matter with the little balled up paw on it. No justice. No lace. Can I clean up any of this shit? Do you stop shooting up puppies. I like animals, save them, they cool, but they can't save us. If you falling off a cliff, your cat ain't finna do shit. He don't even have thumbs. <laughs> we gotta kick it though, dude. Oh man, it's getting crazy. They try to make everybody hate everybody. The news talking all this shit, Trump president. Where the Trump people at? All right, okay, I'm gonna say this one time. White people, you're gonna have to stop acting like you didn't do it. Talk to your people, get your mans. Whose man is this? Talk to your people. Talk to your people. I'm not saying y'all did it, but talk to your people, because we didn't do it. Black people had a meeting, and we was like, who voted for Trump? Nobody raised their hand. 
Look at some of the white people in here worried. I told you they have meetings. I told you! We're not prepared! We don't have no fucking meetings. Ain't no black hate group. You ever heard of a black hate group? They try to turn shit Black Lives Matter. That's not a black hate group. Ain't no black hate group. Can't be a black hate group. Think about the shit black people gotta do. Think about how hard shit is for us in everyday life. We gotta get jobs, all type of shit, worry about the police, worry about the neighborhood, and now you want us to meet twice a week <laughs> and talk about how much we don't like some shit? And you gotta wear a uniform? Man, no. You gotta wear your black hoodie and Timberlands. Get the fuck out of my face before I beat I'm just saying. Gotta kick it, you gotta hang out more often. I tell all my black friends, go kick it with your white friends. They're like, I don't know, I don't think I'm gonna have nothing to come. Go, kick it with your white friends. They do all type of shit. For real. You just gotta ask the right ones. I tell my black friends statistics about white people y'all don't want us to know. But I tell them, I share every time. I'm like, look, one in five white people, one in five, one in five white people got an extra home just for recreation and fun activities and shit, a beach house, a chateau, a ranch, a vineyard. Start asking your white friends, what's up with the vineyard? Hey, Scott, what's up with the vineyard, man? Now, the first four you're gonna ask is gonna be like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. But you're gonna ask that fifth one. You're like, man, what's up with the vineyard? And he's gonna be like, well, when do you wanna go? Don't pack anything. We got everything in your size. We're leaving tonight. Well, why do you have my size? Gotta kick it. White people, kick it with your black friends. And when you kick it with us, stop trying to show us how much black shit you know. Be yourself. I don't give a fuck if you know the lyrics to every Wu-Tang Clan song. Shut the fuck up, man. Be you. That's how it works. You learn some cool shit from me, I learn some cool shit from you. I don't want to know shit I already know. I want some white people knowledge. I want some of that white people information. What the stock market about to do? What the market doing? How do bitcoins work? How you make egg salad? <laughs> How much mayonnaise? That looks like a lot, but if you say so. Oh, another one? Oh, y'all crazy. This is how, this is crazy. All right. Y'all have been amazing. I think it's time for me to get out of here, man. No, hey, shut your ass up, okay? Look, I don't come to your job, do that shit to you. Do I show up and cut the lights back on at GameStop? Leave me the fuck alone, okay? No. <laughs> hey, no, look, y'all have been amazing. Make some noise for Jessica and Phoebe. Give it up for Trudeau, please. Hey, give it up for yourself. Let's go. You just heard Clayton English, Aya Cash, and Joelle Nicole. 
Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Salataroff, Jim Poyant, Paula Schumann, Rachel Neal, Phoebe Robinson, and Jessica Williams. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, Isaac Jones, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Broski. Come on, dude. Ask me out already. And, you know, just follow us on Instagram. It's so fun. It's the most fun you'll ever have in your entire life. There's a photo of two kids who dressed up like us for Halloween, and we legit almost died. We might have been ghosts. Check us out for yourself, ghost hunters. And subscribe to Ding Dongs How Many Times I Have to Tell Ya. YQY. Mommy, me, mo, moo. Mommy, me, mo, moo. Mommy, me, mo, moo. I'm doing my vocal warm-ups. Okay.